Good evening and welcome to Vet Talk on News Talk K57. My name is Sean Watson and I'm a member of the VFW. And this is yours truly, Johnny Atulai Titano, uh, one of the commanders for Military Order of Purple Heart. Good evening. Uh, this is Tom Dabble, and one of the members of the Military Purple Heart. I'm going. And the one that's leading us down the highway tonight, Jonna, Hi, how you doing today? Don't blame that on me. I'm not blaming you on that. Hi. I, I'm actually, I, I, I like the song. Me too, but I'm not bringing us anywhere. Hey, come on. It's just a figure of speech. Uh, all right. Um, again, this is a, new, a vet talk on News Talk K57. If you want to call in and be part of our show, our phone number is 477-5757. We are doing audio on AM570. FM 96.5. We have video and audio on Facebook at News Talk K57, uh, PNCGuam.com, K57.com, and the uh, Weather Channel on both GTA and Docomo. How come I don't got all that stuff written on my cheat sheet? I don't have it written on mine either. And I don't really care yeah. because <laughs> I don't write them down. <laughs> all right, uh, we have a pretty good show for you tonight. Um, we're going to go ahead and start with the announcements. Uh, the announcement I have is the American Legion will be having their monthly meeting this Saturday at 11 o'clock in their upstairs meeting room. Johnny, you have anything? Yes, I have a courtesy shout-out to Sergeant Vargas Romeo Larrier, USA engineer, who is currently up at GRMC under medical duress. He's having medical problems. But he was one of the brothers from Vietnam. He was an Army engineer. If anybody knows anything about engineering, that's the last thing in the world I'd want to do. But we hope you get better and uh, hope everything is fine. Uh, the announcement I have is um, not a pleasant one. Mm. Margaret Metcalf died. Mm. And this is before you gentlemen were on the show. And she used to come on the show and talk about veterans issues. But one of the great things about the woman, she had a a very low-key personality, very nice. She used to feed us. As God is my witness, she used to bring all sorts of food and We're pizzas. still doing that, Tom. Well, how right. come I'm not getting right, anything? Right, Bobby? I've never gotten food. Well, yes, but she used to feed the whole, the whole, the whole crew. crew. The whole crew. And uh, she worked for uh, Eddie Calvo, mm -hmm. and then she was in Washington, D.C. for a while. And she, she cared about the veterans, and she was a nice person. So my condolences go out to the family. She yeah. was a liaison officer with uh, um, Eddie Calvo's regime, and uh, yes. now she's well. She was working with uh, Madeline Berdalio. Yeah. So. So in essence, we had three delegates in, uh, yes, in Washington fighting for us. Right. That's sad. Condolences to the family. I, uh, well, I think that would conclude the announcements. Then uh, we have. Um, I'm still talking with the the PIO officer for the the admiral. We're still working on the the dates and venues and topics for uh, a get together with the admiral. Uh, I think we have one date ironed out already. Uh, we're working on the second one. That will be completely announced next week. I just want to make sure we have all the the I's dotted and the T's crossed before I put that out over the air. Is that is that he's going to come on the air? No, no, no. This is going to be he's going to come out and do a a, a Q and A with the veterans leaders. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not going to be on air. Uh, he's going to hold two of them, uh, one up north, one down south, uh -huh. uh, and pretty much just uh, being as transparent as he's always been with the with the veteran community. 
and find out. Are we out. talking about Manoni? We are. Oh, yeah. He has, Admiral he Manoni. Has, they were, yeah. I heard on the radio yesterday that the new admiral's coming on board, and they were giving us accreditations and stuff like that, and mm. where he's from and stuff. And I, I hadn't even heard the name yet. I heard the name, but, but I can't remember nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you have a notepad and a pen in your hand, right? Not in my not in my cave. Oh, when I'm looking in, in a cave. cave with the roses, I, I ain't got no notes. I want to talk about what happened Friday. Uh, the 4.30 last Friday, for 4.30 to 5.30, uh, there was a wave to, aware, uh, do a race, uh, to raise awareness for PTSD and suicide prevention. Yes. Uh, that was put on by Got Your 671, John Conception and crew. Uh, I know the VFW was down close to uh, the Circle K down in uh, Nigua. Uh, we had somewhere between 19 and 24 people out there in, in our group. Uh, it was, I think it was real well done. Uh, yeah, and the Marines we, were there too as a group right there at the parking lot at the hot dog place. Right. And um, uh, So if John is out there listening, I'd love to uh, have you call in and give your take on what happened. Uh, if, so, I, if I may? Sure. That happened right after the large conference room governor's complex Adelope Veterans Commission meeting. I just got a couple of points that... Uh, Hey, before you get into that, you want to take a phone call? No. Okay, go ahead. Well, you can if you want. To. It's your show, baby. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, Dan, welcome to Vet Talk. How you doing tonight? You got a couple of announcements. Oh, yeah, I was just kind of like, uh, yeah, I wanted to really listen to John, what he was going to put out. But, uh, yeah, uh, just kind of like spare the moment. Uh, if a couple, two or three veterans might want to help uh, down at the uh, cemetery uh, flagpole area tomorrow for a little, uh, what you call it, happy labor. Um, Joe and a few guys are going to be water blasting down there. And uh, if any of the veterans that are listening has got time tomorrow, about 10 o'clock, meet down there and uh, with a couple scrapers. All they have to do is just bring some paint scrapers just to... Uh, you know, do a little bit of uh, scraping of the paint around the uh, flagpole area, and uh, there'll be a little bit of water blasting in just a couple hours. So any yeah. of the guys listening and want to volunteer, they're welcome to come tomorrow at 10. Okay. And that's it. Yeah, that's all I got, guys. Uh, other than that, continue the good work. All right, Dan, thanks for calling in. We always like to hear from you. Hey, man, thanks a lot. You guys are great. All right, take it easy. All right, bye-bye. Back to you, John. I know okay. you wanted to talk about something that happened on well, Friday called the Veterans Commission. Well, the Veterans Commission, and, and Dan was there. He's our, he's our uh, vice chair. And uh, thanks to Tanya Eubanks, who's doing uh, all the secretarial work and stuff like that, and, and put out this, kept the notes on this. And a couple of things that uh, you mentioned, the GYFL, GY. Six seven one. That went on real good, and all the different organizations that came up to be recognized that were on call, and they um, they're solidifying the membership status of past and present organizations and important and appointed representatives. So, you organizations that aren't that are lacking on your uh, you know your membership uh, information, you got to get it in. And uh, they talked about the finance, who's the financier, and how much money we got, which we don't, and stuff. 
and how the monies are supposed to be expended. And, and this goes again to say that uh, the Vet Commission has no alliance with the administration. We don't even have a budget or anything, you know? And, of course, GVAO reports suicide prevention. And, oh, in, re in regards to previous administrator of uh, the VETS administration down there, deadlines for grants are coming up, and we received a grant writer from Economic Guam Economic Development Agency, GIDA. So the grants are being put together as we speak, and thanks to uh, the administrator, uh, Tim Ogden, he's, he's working on our behalf, and he's doing a good job, and he's been in there less than a year, less than, not even six months. But he's getting these deadlines and grants are coming in, and we're, if we can't get it from our administration, we'll get it somewhere else. Well, and when uh, we did the, the budget hearing last year, prior to the budget being approved, uh, the current director, Tim Muggan, Mm -hmm. even said during that hearing that he was going to work on uh, applying for grants and getting some money to help subsidize the budget that he gets from Gov Guam. Mm -hmm. And uh, at, the, at the commission meeting, I got the feeling uh, we had uh, Sarah N uh, Netterdog. She came in and spoke about uh, homeless uh, facilities being ac accommodating the vets that are homeless up at that Ladera Towers. And they're supposedly putting in a commissary and a medical facility and everything, which is, you know, uh, that's great. But personally, I don't think we have that many homeless vets. We got a lot of homeless people, but I separate the two. All right. You there's, uh, I don't know the exact number. Uh, but if they, if you can help one or help ten vets in their, in their, in this day and age when everything is so critical. Yeah. Well, I know uh, VFW Post 2917, with the help of a, a grant that we got, uh, got a homeless veteran back to North Carolina last month. And we got it right here documented in the, in the thing, in, the, in our minutes. We got minutes now, man. They put out minutes. Wow, since that's requirement by law. And the Korean veteran license plate. In Pennsylvania and the state of Georgia, they have... Uh, Korean veteran license plates, and so we're trying to get that accommodating our our Korean vets that we have on Guam. We have a small group of them, yes. but they're still with us. Mm. So that's in process. Yeah. So you the know, commission meeting was very good. Yeah. The, the Korean War is also known as the Forgotten War. It was a police action. It was never declared a war. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, a lot of the Korean War <laughs> veterans, of Vietnam veterans, that served in the Korean Rock forces. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're not so right. much the Korean War. Mm -hmm. They served in the Vietnam War with the ROC forces and they immigrated to the United States and became citizens of the United States. They were the ally. They were allies mm -hmm. of us in Vietnam. Yeah. I know there's a there's a group of Korean War veterans that meet at the American Legion. Mm -hmm. Or they did I don't know if they're still meeting there, but they used to meet prior to the pandemic mm -hmm. uh, once a month down at the American Legion. There was a probably a group of 15, 20 of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I had I had a experience with these guys, and I tell you, those guys, the rocks, whoo, they were killers. They dropped their weapons, running the jungle with just a knife, and then you hear screaming and ah, and then they come walking out, and I here's your gun back. <laughs> I, I didn't want to know what happened. They were rough. Well, they uh, the one told me one time in perfect English. 
because they were just south of Da Nang, the Rock Forces. Mm -hmm. and they, had a, they had the Leopard Division and a Tiger Division. Mm -hmm. And they said, the problem with Americans is you don't know how to fight Asian wars. Asians know how to fight against Asians and Asians. Right. I said, I don't want to know anything more than that. John is right. I don't, don't want to know anything more than that. Right. Yep. Uh, we, have a, we have a phone call. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a rebuttal, but I, Dan, welcome back. No, it's not a rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> guys, listen, I'm, I'm, fr I'm uh, friendly today. Uh, no, I heard John talking about uh, Diladera. And I got the notion that he did mention that uh, we don't have you know, enough veterans. Uh, the whole concept of the Ladera is part of the Ladera is going to be uh, for homeless as they get along. Uh, they're not going. The whole Ladera Tower is not going to comprise of uh, uh, homeless uh, dwelling. Uh, it is. Uh, it is a joint. Mm -hmm. location with other tenants so it's um it's not the whole con con condominium or whatever uh if you guys got that thought if you didn't then i'm making a mistake i didn't get that thought i didn't get that thought but let me ask you a question dan mm -hmm. yes sir can i put in a thought um hang on who is running this uh okay thing? it's the americorps vet Incorporated. Okay. Um, Do they have a board of directors? Who are these people on this board of directors, if they have one? Uh, hold on. Let me just uh, quickly get a little note. Uh, as a matter of fact, as we speak, I've already spoken to the department, and uh, they are going to be at the next commission meeting. Okay. Uh, they're going to join us on the next commission meeting to uh, uh, give an overview of uh, what's going on with the Ladera Tower, okay? okay. So right. it's called AmeriCorps Vet Corps Guam. Okay. Well, okay? Right, Those right. are the people. Okay. Well, that my, my only suggestion would be is, you know, when they come to the commission? Yes, sir. That they have sort of an overview in writing as to okay. who, who, what, when, and where. Who are All the right. sponsors? Who are the board of directors? Where's the money coming from? Blah, blah. You know, you know the routine, Dan. Yeah, but right. Okay. That, that's that's just my okay. concern because yeah. you know, yeah. you and I know past years for various reasons. As a as veterans, we got burnt from too many people. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think that in part uh, these people, the AmeriCorps, Vet mm. Corps, Guam. Yeah. Um, I talked to Miss Andrea Andrea Cruz. She's the program director. Mm -hmm. And it uh, looks like uh, we are going to get somebody from their department to give an overview. Probably she's going to be there. And I'll give him a call and uh, give him a clue him in on type of information that uh, we need, okay? No problem, Dan. I appreciate that. Thank so you. So that's Thanks, it. Dan. Like I said, uh, not, uh, they, they're going to be opening it up, opening up for homeless veterans up there, but not all of that building is going to be right, occupied. Right. I don't think we have okay. enough homeless veterans out there to fill that place up. I hope yeah. not anyway. Well, there's a lot of other concepts and things going on uh, with this program, and I think that uh, they're going to, they got nothing to hide. They're going to come out and tell you everything and uh you know, if there's any questions, uh, that's the time to come up with it. Right. Right. Okay, bud. Okay. Right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Dan. Appreciate it. You got it. Good night, guys. All right, you take it easy, Dan. Bye-bye.
Okay, uh, Johnny, you had something else that you wanted to add. Um, I did. Sure. Oh, uh, no, no. I'm I'm glad for the clarification on behalf of the, of of Sarah and AmeriCorps, that AmeriCorps organization, because they did give a, a a little presentation and they had they're gonna they said they're gonna come on as it further develops. It's in a developing stage yeah. now, you know, as any uh, organization goes through or developing. I think that's a good segue into this next little thing I'm going to talk about. Okay. Right. Uh, to contact VA, regardless of what VA center you're trying to get, get a hold of, there's now a single access point for veterans to reach all VA contact centers. Mm. Uh, that phone number is 1-800-MY-VA-411. If you don't know how to do numbers or letters on your phone, I'll give you the actual number. That is 1-800-698-2411. Again, 1-800-689-2411. It is available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Uh, okay, according to VA, veterans and their families can still reach the veteran crisis line directed directly by calling 1-800-273-8255 and then pressing 1. Yeah, okay. Let's see. The White House VA hotline is also still available. You know, Tom and I was talking about this prior to the show. I've been asked, I don't know if Tom's been asked about this off the show, if the VA White House hotline was still available. That was a hotline that President Trump had set up. It is still available, and that phone number is 1-855-948-2311. Okay, uh, to go back to that first number I gave you, the 1-800-MY-VA-411, uh, you also have the option of pressing zero to immediately be contacted with the customer service a- agent to answer questions. Did you get all that, Tom? I'm yes. sorry. Did you get all that, uh, John? Yeah, I was just. I got. Uh, I found a copy that Tom gave me. I, oh, okay. I was following you along as you was reading it. Hmm? Just checking. You had that lost look in your eyes. Really? A little bit. Oh, sorry. There was a song like that. <laughs> the look in your eyes. Yeah, it's a country song, isn't it? I I think so. Uh, sounds like a country I, song. I know. I, I I should have been a DJ. I think I would have loved that job. Yeah, I could play whatever country? I wanted until everybody go. They don't uh, like it. What was that, John? Are you filling country? Because I'm about to look it up now. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's go. Hey, with Tom, it. can I? Uh, this this veteran card, this new veteran card, it none of it applies to Guam, does it? Well, no, you. here, let me get straight into that because I had that in my hand Oh, next. you got one? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mean to step on your... That's okay. That's okay. okay. That's all right, Johnny. I was just going to that. All right. Uh, as as Tom, Tom and I were talking about this before you even got here today. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, every once in a while, we talk about what the veterans in Australia have, and that's what this is about. This oh, is the Australian veteran call for... government. Yeah, it's even Department. highlighted for you. Well, it's, everything's highlighted. Yeah. With, <laughs> and this whole damn thing light up like a... Look at this. Look at people. You can uh, see this. All right. The uh, Australian Sorry, government, yeah. Department of Veterans Affairs, this is, uh, so this is only for Australian veterans. Uh, they have a veteran card. 
what is it? It's a vector card. It, it's they redesigned it. Before they only had uh, oh, a white. Good. Well, actually, they had a white, gold, and orange. Now they're going to just orange and gold. Uh, what this is is it's basically like RVA card. Uh, it gives uh, certain businesses give discounts and things for. Uh, I'm not going to go straight into all of it because it doesn't apply to our veterans here. It's only right. Australian veterans. I'm sure we might have some Australian veterans here, but if you have a question, uh, I'm sure you probably already know what's going on with your, your health care. Well, the reason I brought it up and gave you both a copy of it is you have to know what other countries are doing for their veterans. Right. What they're doing better or what they're not doing better. And the Australian government uh, issues the card to their veterans based on a color. Mm-hmm. And they can go to civilian hospitals, civilian doctors, civilian whatever. Would just they just go to the card, right? They and don't have to go through a VA no. center to and do it, this. Yeah, and they, they punch the card, and it, the computer tells them what benefits they're entitled to, and they get it. It's got like it's like a card blanche card. Carte blanche. Yes. Carte blanche. Oh. And that's that's the difference with their system than our system. But they have they don't have as, as many veterans as we have. We we both well of us not understand that. Mm-hmm. But you, you have to figure out what other nations are doing. Now, I tried to get something about New Zealand, and I couldn't find anything about New Zealand. New Zealand is just a real small. It's a small, but they usually serve with the Australians. Right. Yeah. And they've, New Zealand and Australia have fought in every war that we've basically fought in. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, let's, let's put that okay. on hold for okay, a second, no no and we might even pick that up after the top of the hour, because okay. no uh, I'd like to talk about some sport, some other countries do as well. Okay. But we have... Uh, we have John Conception on the line. He wants to talk about what happened on Friday with the wave. Uh-huh. John, welcome to Vet Talk. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, hey, Johnny. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Uh, first of all, I'd like to just thank everyone that showed their support and their love. I saw I saw the pictures out there um, floating around. Um, you guys looked awesome, um, you know, repping, repping everything. And, and, uh, and Johnny had a really good photo, man. Uh, there was this American flag that he was holding, and it, it got his uh, the back part of him. Very good and, uh, photo. It, it like belonged in a magazine. It did. You should do a calendar. You said uh, you right, said, right. You so, should do a calendar. I mean, you know, Johnny's calendar. Is like, oh man. Hang so on. I have to ask you a question, uh, Mr. Uh, Johnny Tyson. Yes, um, sir. Did you happen to pick up an extra shirt that day? For, uh, no, I have Donna, Donna I didn't, there I didn't get a shirt. Oh. I, w- I was hoping that you'd have some available for sale, but you ran out. Man, I ran out quick. I have I have a four XL. A four XL. What's that for? A cowbell? Oh, I, I think all of us can fit in that together. We'll share it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Johnny, you can well, cut yeah, that up and use it for yeah. like four T-shirts. Four XL or five or six. I didn't think they made a shirt that size. Huh? Can you yeah, imagine what I would have looked I, like I if I had a shirt on? You'd look like a little bunny with a rabbit. <laughs> but it was, you know, the turnout was really great. Uh, all the support, um, at all the, uh, me seeing all the veterans uh, in one area or spread out within it was was amazing uh there was nothing but positive uh, feedback and um you know uh, just the bystanders out there and the people the supporters well mm-hmm. they were really you know when i was talking to them they had goosebumps because you know they they were very excited to see all these veteran organizations come together as yeah. one uh, for a good cause so kudos to you know all this organization all the veterans out there their spouses, their kids, and the supporters that came out—it was great. Give, give a shout out, Johnny, to the different organizations. Uh, yeah, give a shout out. 
to the different organizations, Johnny, that you you recall them them being there? Man, there was a few. So it was the, it was the Guam Hogs, of course. Uh, um, the VFW was out there. I saw I saw the uh, different chapters of the mo- uh, motorcycle crew. Uh, man, this is a lot. You're really gonna make me shout out to all of them? I can I, I can do three. He's putting you on the spot there. VFW, yeah, yeah, yeah. VFW, the <laughs> Motor Boys. The but there was like uh, I saw a few once a marine, always a marine. All right, guys. Um, that, were, that weren't veterans, but um, you know. The Pinoy Riders, I saw a few of them. Man, there was I was I was overwhelmed that day. Um, I had my baby in my hand. I was going around. It was hot. Uh, people were just it, it was it was overwhelming, but it was great. Uh, we were successful because I did get a phone call from a veteran that called in, um, and he wanted to uh, just express how he felt and how the waves changed his lifestyle and. You know his uh, decisions that he was going to make before he saw the race. So that was a plus because of, uh, our goal was if we can reach one person that day and let them know that there is someone out there who cares, then we, we were successful. So that person called in and <laughs> great, amazing. You know, we we we've all done a great job that day, and we should all be proud of uh, of who we are because of that. Hey, John, let me ask you a question. Uh, about how many people do you think showed up on Friday for the wave? Uh, I would I would say well, people told me there were about two hundred. Uh, we did have a sign-in sheet. I'm trying to get both sign-in sheets together to see exactly who signed in uh, because we did have that um, for contact tracing purposes. But as far as reaching all the way down to the other sites, like uh, the VFW was was in front of Blada, well, just um, and then it. there was a, a we didn't get to that. So I'm I'm saying about two hundred maybe. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Well, we have we have more planned, and I'm going to keep you guys informed. We have something big coming up. So. Well, what are you looking at for your next date? Uh, liberation. All right, so July twenty twentieth, right? July twenty first, twenty first. Well, we have we have the coastal cleanup. Uh, April April twenty fourth, I believe the GBB cleanup. Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Johnny, can you do me a favor? There's not going to be no liberation because nobody wants to spend the money for it. And, you know, it's just one of those things that they just take for granted. But if you can emphasize at least fireworks from Taki Island. And hey, maybe you down know what? We're, we're going we're gonna to be the fireworks because we, we're planning on doing the Silky March, which is like get into your skimpy little military outfit, your little PC shorts. Uh, get in some knee-high socks, maybe some uh, body paint or whatever the case may be, some goofy hats and some signs, and just jam some rock and roll music and just do a little hike around the the parade area, and then we'll meet at Paseo and do, like, a, an event, something. Fireworks, Johnny. Fireworks. fireworks. We're going to be the fireworks. Hey, but, <laughs> but, John. Boom. We'll get a bunch of chemicals. I can, I can, we'll I can wear my thong. Oh, my goodness. That's not but fireworks. I'll, I'll keep you guys informed on that. I mean, uh, it's, we're still getting the committee together to do that. So. Okay, well, once you get some more information, uh, be sure to call in and let us know. Oh, absolutely. All right, I'm, I'm going up against the top of the hour, John. If you right. want to call back after the news, uh, you're more than welcome to. All right, thank you, guys. All right, okay, thanks. John. Thank, thank you, Johnny. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, so about 200 people. That's a pretty good pretty good showing, I think. Yeah. I, I don't think it was enough to stretch the, the whole link because I saw, some, I saw oh, a bunch of yeah. gaps. But uh, overall, I think... 
thought it was a very, very good uh, showing. I was inspired by the different organizations. There was quite a few of them. Okay, and like I said, we are up against the top of the hour. This is Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll be right back after the CBS News. News Talk K57 is 570 AM KGUM, Guam. Within the guidelines of the FCC, if you have any comments or complaints, you can contact SMG. At SMG, we strive to present the best product we can. We value your opinion, and we thank you so much for listening and tuning in to News Talk K57. Earl in Guam listens online and on K57KGUM. Big shout out thank you. to our brave women and men at Anderson Air Force Base and Big Navy U.S. Naval Base. They are listening to us on News Talk K57 on Guam. 570 AM, K57.com, BNCGuam.com, the K57 apps. And now on 96.5 FM, you're locked on to News Talk K57. Welcome back to Vet Talk on News Talk K57. My name is Sean Watson, a member of the VFW. Johnny Atulai Titano, Military Order Purple Heart. Tom Devlin, I'm one of the members of Military Purple Heart on Guam. And super freaky. You're freaky, all right. <laughs> I, I don't know about the super part, but freaky, you got down. <laughs> and we have Johnny in the she, studio she taking just care fell of us. <laughs> you scared me. She wants to leave. She's, I don't want to know this. You're scared. <laughs> as long as he took the blame and the credit, that's all him. <laughs> <laughs> Super freaky. Wow. You know, when that song first started playing, I actually thought it was a different song. The song that actually went through my head was MC Hammer. You, you wanna, can't touch this. <laughs> you want to know uh, a story, background story about him? Who? Ooh, MC Hammer? No. Yeah. Or, or Super that? Freaky. Super Freaky. Okay, go ahead. Super Freaky. He yes. served the United States Navy. No. He was a veteran of the United States Navy. He was in the detention center at the Brooklyn Navy Yard when I was discharged from the Marine Corps. Wow. Was he working or was he in <laughs> he, was, he, was, was he, he was incarcerated. Oh. He got a dishonorable discharge. Oh. Yeah, but he was, he was in the military. He was in the United States Navy. Oh, look this up. Super freaky. <laughs> yeah, so was, look it up. So was Walt Disney. Yes. 
Walt Disney got a DD. Was he super freaky? Uh, he was. Well, he became super freaky. Look at what he accomplished. He got but, a DD. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Uh, uh, what was that? What was that fella? God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um. That that actor. There was about three. Oh, actors. there's a no, lot. The, no, the, the, the one actor. He he rode the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. At Psylog yeah. Seventeen. I know what you're talking. You about. You know what I'm talking about. He played the good, bad, and ugly, and jumped the fence with the yeah. motorcycle. He got a he got a dishonorable discharge. Yeah, the United States hmm. Army. Ah, okay, yeah. we want to keep going. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix too. Yeah, yeah. This is mind blowing. Yeah. Oh come on, you don't know anything. I don't know. We're this. educated. He wanted. He was ticked off about the United States Army because he wanted to be in the Airborne Division. Mm. Yeah. And he couldn't. I don't couldn't pass the physical for the Airborne. I don't know what right. it was, but he wanted to be in the Airborne Division. Yeah. People don't realize that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, super freaky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to call in and be a part of this super freaky show with Tom Devlin, our phone it's number. It's all right. Uh, our phone number is four seven seven five seven five seven. Wow, I lost complete control here. I, that's that's rare that I have that. Call happen. me. Talk to me. Yeah. If you have any complaints about what you're seeing on the show, I've already gotten one. It's actually it was a, 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 a LOL Tom's dancing, but hey, it's, it's, this is all entertainment. Sean was dancing too. I was not. <laughs> I, I was wow, he, my pen. Sean's awfully brave. Yes, you know, you were. I saw you. Yeah, you were, you were he twisting the ma- he, was, he was twisting the macarena. <laughs> wow. And uh, I got another text message. Uh, I think he meant Jimmy Buffett's also a, a veteran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A lot a lot of them. Uh, yeah. A lot. There's a whole bunch of them. A whole them. bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we could, we, we could do a whole show on the veterans that turned into actors, musicians. I did a research. Totally I did research on that. Can redo that oh, one day? That would be so much fun. Yeah. Probably <laughs> and, not. And the accomplished actors, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Stewart. Yeah. James Garner. Yeah. He got um, shot in the butt in Korea. Mm. He was a Purple Heart recipient. Okay, so question. Every military movie that I've watched, like Jarhead, Last Castle, are those pixated in any way? Like, is it true? Is is, is any part of that real? It's all based on a... Uh, yeah. Sums up, but yeah. They're, they're, a lot of Pretty it's glorified for, for the pictures. That's yeah. what yeah. I would right. assume. I would, got the, Hollywood the one drama. that I felt was close to Vietnam, close to it, uh-huh was Full Metal Jacket. I love that movie. Yeah. Well, because it was, they had a problems within their own ranks, mm-hmm. themselves, mm-hmm. their own personalities. Yes. Oh, yeah. we had Well, problems. the drill instructor, oh, yeah. the drill instructor yeah. from that, Yeah. he was actually a consultant on that yes. film, and he was trying to teach the guy that was supposed to play that role how to do that. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, so And the director, all... the director said, uh, the actor, you're fired. Yeah. You have, yeah. you know how the, uh, Position that's uh, uh what was it? Uh, Emery Lee. Uh, yeah, Emery Lee. Yeah. yeah, he was a Marine drone. Uh, he was a drill instructor. That's what I'm surprised. So these yeah. actors who have served yes. aren't in any of these movies. Yeah. He, well, he was in Full Metal Jacket. Like I said, he was a consultant on that movie, right. and he was showing the actor how to do the part. Yeah. And the director fired the actor and, and, and he had got, him, yeah. That is cool. Yeah. 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 Well, she's getting a surprise this uh, night. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. I, I do love Here, let me, let me flip the page and go to the next list of... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't have any of those actors on any of these papers that here. Is, I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I love movies, so I'm a movie uh, junkie. I like Alien, the movie Alien, the original movie Alien. That's a really Was weird a movie. Gurney Weaver? Yes. Yeah, I like that was yes. the best one. That makes me... It makes, all, it makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even go on. You guys are stale. I like hey, Peaky hey. Blinders. Ooh. Peaky Blinders. I even got a haircut, Peaky Blinders. I need to Google Check that. I need to Google that. Oh, God. I am Peaky that young. Blinders. <laughs> Peaky Blinders. Now you see why I wear a hat. Sean, why are you making a face? Do you know what he's like? I, 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 don't, I don't know what's happening on the show right now. <laughs> okay. You're losing it, Sean. I am. Get I, back. I, what do you mean I'm losing it? I've done lost it. <laughs> hey, well, uh, let's, let's, mean, let's do a reminder. Cemetery work. Happy Labor tomorrow. For um, uh, Dan, tomorrow at 10 o'clock, who all can, can come in and pitch in and scrape, scrub. And, it's, and this is ongoing. It's been ongoing. Happy labor. Boys coming in, volunteering their time. And maybe if you can't do the labor, maybe you can bring them some peaches or something like that. Peaches? Pizza. Pizza. Oh. Pizza. I don't have my hearing. <laughs> well, maybe the sock is throwing my voice pattern off. Yeah, I think it's yeah. your sock. Thank hey, you. John, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, I announced last week that the shares that the show is re-aired on Saturdays at eleven thirty, mm-hmm. and I tuned in around twelve fifteen. 12, we had technical 20. difficulties. Ah, uh, so mm-hmm. it Saturday and Sunday because I was working in a cave and we had technical difficulties. Okay, it will be up this weekend. It is okay. So there you go. I just wanted to double check. I hate putting out wrong information. Yes, and I like to correct myself if I am wrong. I'm sorry. I should have texted you that. That's okay. (laughs) I I forgot what I was doing Saturday at twelve thirty. But oh yeah, I was I was taking care of some personal stuff. That's what it was. Um, I was out driving. yeah, so if you want to listen, if you missed the show, uh, this is every Saturday. Uh, the, the Wednesday night show is re-aired at 11.30 on Saturdays, 11.30 to 1 o'clock. Uh, okay, so before the break, let's get back onto the tracks here, guys. Yeah. Uh, no I'm more here. actors. Not, I'm right here. Uh, no more pinky blinders or whatever the thing hey, was. Hey, hey, no, don't get down on pinky blinders. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, before the break, we were talking about the wave that happened on Friday. Uh, sounds like it was a great turnout. Uh, I heard there's a bunch of p- pictures floating around out there. I didn't see any of them. You know what my re- biggest regret was? Not yet. It was not having my drone up and to take uh, high, you know, high features thing. I kicked myself for not having my drone up. I didn't know you had a drone. I didn't know that either. <laughs> a lot of things you guys don't know. Anyway, that, that wave... The blinders, by the way, are veterans in the British Army. Okay. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, right. just to let you know. All right. Um, again, the wave was to raise awareness for PTSD and suicide prevention. Uh, the Office of the Inspector General uh, did an uh, investigation for deficiencies in care and administrative processes for a patient who died by suicide... Uh, Phoenix VA Healthcare System, Arizona. Uh, I'm going to tell you what they found. I'm not going to read this whole thing. Okay. Uh, just one paragraph. The OIG found that the facility staff failed to offer the patient mental health treatment, although the social worker documented a plan to follow up with the patient by phone while the patient was awaiting psychological diagnosis testing. 
Despite the patient's request to reestablish mental health care, uh, potential decompensation, and a family member's report of the patient's threatening gestures and increased stressors, the social worker relied on another social worker's uh, suicide risk assessment uh, completed eight months prior. All right, we'll get back into that in just a second. I want to finish this. In an interview with the OIG, the social worker reported not perceiving the patient as under increased stress. The social worker failed to obtain a current risk assessment, uh, may have resulted in an underestimation of the patient's suicide risk level, and consequently the development of a plan that did not migrate to the patient's suicide risk. All right. Um, we all know we talk about this on the show quite often. Uh, somebody might be fine one day, the next day, uh, their chances of suicide raises. Uh, this particular social worker, and I didn't read and see if the social worker ended up getting fired or additional training or convicted. I don't know. Uh, I think it should be attempted manslaughter myself, but that's me personally. Uh, but uh, it's a day-to-day thing with somebody that is thinking about suicide. That's why we have to continually check on these guys. Johnny, you're shaking your head. You got you got to comment on that story. Uh, I had to do a, a call to the VA system back in Honolulu today, and along with the introduction was, if this is an emergency, please call 911. If this is for suicidal awareness or in need of suicidal assistance, call 1-800-such-such-such. So it's out there. It's out there. It, and, and what do we get? We got 25 vets committing suicide every day. Every day. That's across the United States, to across, include the, the territories. 15, yes, it is, including the territories. So it's a big concern. And another thing it says here is the mental health delegate did not review the patient's initial community care consult within the required time frame. So it's just another example of the VA letting the veterans population down and Tom you, you gave me that look when I said that but you know I try to I try to look uh, look at the good and everything but this just isn't good you got that look I know you have a comment I think in certain in certain areas I think the VA has done an excellent job but in certain areas I think the VA has dropped the ball which they shouldn't be dropping the ball. I don't think it's the, for the most part, the employees. I think it's the upper management, upper in Washington or various section areas where the VA has, you know, you have the Pacific area person in charge, the Midwest area person in charge. Um, I don't think they're checked properly. I think when they do certain things that are wrong, they'll say we'll give them more training instead of saying, you don't get any more training, there's the door, use it. Because if this was private practice or something like that, more likely than not, they'd be booted out because the company doesn't want to be sued. Well, it's just like the situation on Guam. And it's, it, it takes discipline, responsibility. Look at how they're doing the inoculations now. Who are they giving the job to? The, the National Guard. Guard. Yeah. And they're doing an excellent job and a Kudos out to you young guys and gals 
Well, a lot of the clinics are given the vaccinations as well. Oh, it's plentiful now. Yeah, right. plentiful, yeah. yeah. drugstores, drug I believe, you, are doing you it. You know, I heard, a, I heard a news story. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you where, what, news, what news agency I heard this on. Okay. But it was said that the Joint Information Center has announced that over 80,000 people on the island have been vaccinated. All right. Uh, I hate to say this, but that's the wrong number. All right. There's been that many that's gotten at least the first shot. Fully vaccinated people on island is the number that I said last week, which is just over 30,000 people on island. Right. And as of last night, I think it was 49 got the uh, the Johnson & Johnson. Everybody else is doing the two-shot, either Pfizer or, or Moderna. Well, they're coming out with all different versions and variety of this of this vaccination, and they're saying that it's going to be an annual event. Dr. Wynn came out and said this is going to be an annual event. Yeah. You want to, you know, we've had so many profits. Well, come that's out. why the that's why well, you don't have a you don't have the card, uh, the vaccination card. It's it's a two dose thing. So why why shouldn't there only be two lines? Okay, I got this vaccination. Boom, done. Right? No, there's extra lines on that. So I think it was uh, anticipated. That it was going to be an a, a, an annual, uh, biannual, or some some kind of annual one year, two year, depend on upon it. And the the whole vaccination is still so new; they don't know how long it's going to be good for. Yep. Yep. No. And these are decent people trying to figure this out. I mean, it's the first, you know. Right. And it's it's just not easy. I mean. Uh, well, and uh, John, you came from a medical background. You're a medic in the. With the Marine Corps, just a layman. Just I was a Navy corpsman. Yes, yeah, I was. Navy corpsman. Just a layman. And a that's person. that's still a medical field, correct? Yes, it is. How long does it normally take to get a vaccination that's completely tested, uh, thoroughly, and put out into the system? After it goes through the original laboratory, it's got to go through FDA. Right. And that generally takes, depending on how they sit on it, could okay. take years. Three to five years. Three to five years. Yes. Tom. Yeah, and you get the politics involved yeah. in it. And th- this one was rolled out in less than a year. Mm-hmm. It was rolled out in less than four months. When Trump said do it, he said do it. <laughs> they did it, and they came out. Whether it, whether it's a placebo or whatever it is, you know, I don't know. I don't know. They conjure up all kinds of things. I don't know. It. There's been a lot of people that have gotten uh, aches, ch- fevers, chills, and they said it basically lasts uh, no longer than 24 hours. Well, I'm glad that Bobby got her two shots. She got two shots, one for her and one for me, and she is surviving just great. I'm watching her every day for any adverse reactions. So, <laughs> You married him, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, we love you. <laughs> yeah. So. You listen to some of these advertisements about Xanax and this stuff and that yeah. stuff, the side but effects are terrible. The thing is... Uh, you know, I, and I look at the news release from the Joint Information Center every night. I try to look at it every okay. night. And when I when I heard, oh, over eighty thousand people have been vaccinated, mm-hmm. that's a misnomer. That is not how many, because that's like half the island. Where I was going to say, where here? Yeah, that's Guam. Guam alone, but only uh, it's between thirty and thirty-one thousand that have gotten both shots as of last night. Well, what did that original doctor, Carbolito from Saipan or wherever he's from, came on, and now he's, a, he's the governor's right-hand man. He predicted half the island was going to go up in smoke. 
Well, Thousands of people going to die and all this. I mean, if you listen to that senator from the states, he said if everybody on Guam went to one side of the island, the island would flip t- over. Tip over, yeah. <laughs> so who are you to believe? What are you to believe? I'll you tell know? you what. If anybody believes that everybody on the island goes to one side of the island, it's going to flip over. This I'll just right. leave it right there. Jonna. <laughs> no, no, no. This, it's all a, a mind game. Oh. So. Uh. Tom, what you got? Super freak. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was going to chime in, too, with Sean saying that towards, towards me. I mean, yeah, um, I'm feeling attacked. But um, I, I think... I mean, you know I'd never I do, attack you. I don't me believe personally. that the island will capsize, no. But with the... the You're just saying, like, the advertisements, PSA. So what happens? What are you guys going to do if, like, three months from now they have a recall and it's like, if you've taken this vaccine, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can be compensated for so-and-so. Yeah. What, what Show if, me the money. <laughs> well, I would really say... Feeling, this is just me. I would say <laughs> if that happens, more likely than not, the credibility of the United States government, mm. the federal side, will be crap. But who wins that's still our lives? Who wins? Well, it, it's too it, you, We had the same issue years ago before you were born, before you were born. John and Tulli were young kids with the polio vaccine, yeah. the oh, yes, chicken pox. Yes. We didn't have these vaccines. Uh-huh. So there are many cases where children, let's say our age, got polio, got chicken pox, mm-hmm. got measles, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the vaccines appeared. I don't know what year they appeared. And we had the immunity. You know, we had like, we just got immune. If you, su- if you survived, I think, what, it was to, the, to 10 or 11? Yeah, you were, you, you were probably, you, chances are you're going to make it, you know, right, through. Right, without getting it. Yeah, but it's, it's between 5 and 10 is when you, these diseases would start yeah. to hit you. And some people think maybe we're inoculated too much. And our immune system doesn't. And there's a lot of people that fight it. Yeah, there are a lot of yeah. people say it. And a lot of scientists say it. Some don't, some do. Yeah. But I think we're, I think when kids are born, they're given too many at but one time. My, my thing, and it's still my thing, is I think the Veterans Administration in Washington, D.C. didn't do right by the people in the Pacific Island with this vaccine, by the VA giving the veterans the vaccine. You could have taken a lot of the stress off UOG, the, you know, Public health. Public health by bringing them up to the CBOC clinic mm-hmm. and giving them the shot. Even if you did it in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Right. But not to even have it. If you don't have the vaccine, you can't give what you don't yeah. have. And but I think I think the VA dropped the ball with the veterans in the Pacific Island. I haven't changed my mind and I I well, will stick to that. Let me ask you a question on that, Tom. Yes. I know you like it when I do this. No, oh, I just love this. I know you do. Uh who who where do you think the ball was dropped on that? Uh, VA DC or VA Hawaii? I would say probably both. I would say maybe VA in Washington, DC, but did VA in Hawaii push for the Pacific Islanders the way they should have pushed for them? The people in American Samoa, the people in uh, CMI, the people on Guam, maybe the people in the Philippines, the veterans in the Philippines. Yeah. Did they do due diligence and say, we have other veterans besides veterans in Honolulu, Hawaii? Do you know how many veterans are in Hawaii? Do you know the I, veterans count? I do not. John, do you? I have no idea. No idea. 114,000. I was going to say 110. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even go on venture. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they have, that's what they have, you know, dispersed you know, yeah. to the various islands. 
Well, you know, we're we're categorized. Yeah, I that's agree that's what they did. Yeah, and we as an island and as an island people, we're all we are is just a hair on a on a on a on a donkey's butt. One hair to millions of hairs that they were working in California, Missouri, and all these high-end right. states. So whatever we got, we were categorized and put in that position, and that's the priorities that they distributed it to. Right. Yeah. But the caveat on what you said, I don't think VA Hawaii advocates enough for the veterans here on Guam, uh, CNMI, American Samoa. Of course, uh, I, I, it's I, we're so far away from that flagpole. Yes, you know when you're in a unit and so, you're you're I, I, you're a detachment yes. to a, yes. a different place, mm-hmm. you almost get forgotten about sometimes. Yes, All right. We have a phone call. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Ed on line one. Ed, welcome to the show on Vet Talk. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? It's been a while. Good. Yeah, it's been a, at least two weeks since you called in. Yeah. Uh, my my question is in reference to. Uh, uh, do we still, as uh, retired veterans, disabled, get assistance with uh, motor vehicle in reference to registration and, and all that license yes. plate stuff? Yes, as a veteran, you are authorized one veteran license li- card to have uh, veterans' license plates. Uh, now, if you are 100% disabled, I think your registration is free as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, because no. Uh, uh, I just uh, finished turning in my paperwork three weeks ago for uh, some type of rating because I still have, <coughs> excuse me, uh, zero rating mm-hmm. for my disability and diabetes. So that's going to take a while before I get anything. The reason why I asked is because I got a vehicle that's going to be due for renewal uh, next month. So, you know, yeah, uh, I was just trying to get some information that I, I think it's, maybe you guys might have. If if you're if you're rated 100% or you're a Purple Heart recipient, your yearly registration is free. But if, if you're not 100% or Purple Heart, then you have to pay. Okay, that, that, that's what I wanted to find out. Okay. Uh, thanks for the information, guys. Uh, have a okay. good evening. You too. Hey, you too. You, you, be safe. Take care. Right, and we're going to go to Mariano. How are you doing tonight? Welcome to that talk. Yes, yes. My youngest is 85 years old. I'm 84 years old, but uh, I feel sorry about the veterans. And uh, they went to war and uh, like this kind. See, Mariano, take uh, at uh, drive his uh, auntie. His auntie is retired, um, the husband. So they don't let me go inside because the one plate is uh, nothing in the front. So then I call up the, um, the, uh, the uh, what do you call this, the uh, uh, talk show. Because what happened is, sir, is that uh, the active duty, some is first than the veterans. You see, I work for the Black Resolution, and uh, we are the one to, uh, to fix the, uh, the uh, uh, what do you call this, the, uh, the labor hospital name. So mm-hmm. what I call in to the talk show and ask why can they build a, uh, uh, what do you call that, uh, uh, to take in uh, the, uh, the, the gate. 
to build a uh, small uh, hospital there instead of going inside. Some of the veterans, they got a fever, they got a small interest, a small decision. So why not build a, a small hospital there in the case so they don't have to go inside? You know, so that's... I'm talking nonsense, but... Uh, no, no. People, uh, people they, they went, they went to, to be killed. They went to war. And why, why is it that the active duties first? Sometimes the veterans there is waiting for three to four hours. Right. The active duty is just went inside and get that check up. Uh, so it, that's what making around is out of order. No, not and, at all. Uh, I see something like that, man. Yeah. You know the cleaning is supposed to be there. You know the the the, the, the uh, mandatory, uh, the federal. They got money. Right. Why not sure that the the uh, outside uh, they got with uh, they got the uh, what do you call the cleaning, uh, the Why not the the uh, federal? They got the clinic too, so they don't have to go inside. Uh, it's more like uh, injury. Uh, right. Uh, I don't know it, around maybe interfering, but uh, <laughs> it's out of order. No. But uh, I feel sorry about these people. No, Mariano, not at all. And I appreciate your phone call and your your thoughts on the situation. Right now, the the VA only has the CBOC that's up there next to the Navy Hospital. It's outside the gate, but it's still on Navy Navy property. Uh, this is something that Tom and I have talked about, and I wrote a paper on it actually. Uh, does the does the VA need to have a VA hospital here on Guam for veterans? I don't think so. I, what we do need, however, we need a bigger we need an actual clinic that has. Uh, more exam rooms has its own pharmacy uh, and more care and, and its own director and own uh, uh, funding source instead of going through Hawaii. One thing that they that VA has done is they have made Guam and uh, the Marianas Islands separate for insurance purposes. Uh, and when I'm saying insurance purposes, that's the what. Uh, uh, Tri West is doing right. for yeah. for VA right now. They handle the referrals and everything, and the Marianas Islands, Guam, uh, is its own area. They haven't awarded that contract yet, and that was supposed to be out a, a year and a half ago. But do I think uh, do I think we need a full hospital? No, I, I I don't. I don't think we have enough people in the system right now to warrant a full hospital. I know there's a, the the phone lines are going to light up on that. But uh, does that clarify what we were talking about, Mariano? Okay, thank you very much. Uh, I, I feel good now that uh, you gave me the answer. And I, so, you know, I feel sorry about these people. They, they yeah. went to be killed. They went to get killed. And then that's what, when they come home, they are free. They, they don't get killed. And uh, they suppose that treatment is uh, you, have to, you have to volunteer, volunteer. Don't let volunteer. <laughs> you send those people to be killed and then now yeah. volunteer. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, I'm gonna shut. I'm gonna let the other people go inside. Yeah, we have some more phone calls anyway. Thank you, Mariano, for your phone call. Appreciate it. you. Stay safe. Okay. Bye bye. Mariano is one of my yeah. old fishing partners. He, from he calls into almost all the shows. Yeah. I, he, he's got I he's got some uh, good good yeah. points that he makes, and I, I appreciate him calling into the show tonight. I really do. All right, we have uh, S- Steve on line three. Steve, welcome to Vet Talk. How are you doing today? Hi, uh, good evening. Just uh, several questions. Sure. Um, you guys are talking about license space, right? What happened if a person served uh, three branches of service? Would he be able to get one for each branch of service? 
each branch of service to include the the reserves and the guard has its own special plate so if you're in the air force you'd have an af if you're in the navy you would have an n army would be an a marine corps mc uh, army guard is an ag so yes okay. each, each so, one is separate uh, a person can get all three license plates can they get all three? No, you get the one that you served in. If like I was no, no, in the no, Air Force, no, I, would, no, I would get an Air Force, Force place. Yeah. You'd pick one because you only get one vehicle for, uh, you only get plates for one vehicle. Okay. Uh, I guess that answered my question. And uh, as far as uh, the, I think Ed called earlier about the registration, right? A vehicle um, registration, yes. Yeah, they can, I mean, if we can't go out, I know that might, be, that might not be the question that he was asking. But uh, you can actually uh, renew this vehicle online. Yes. All you have to do is uh, yeah. establish an account at uh, right. uh, my, well, my tax, I believe, and then uh, go to uh, right. a place that does a site inspection that no. has the capability uh, yeah. to uh, upload this, the information that they have during the site inspection, also along with this insurance company. Right. So, uh, that wasn't the question he was asking. Uh, things, will be, things right now are faster as far as uh, renewing your vehicles. And I think they're also in the process of trying to do uh, the driver's license online. So uh, I think we're moving into closer to the new generation right well, now. Well, Steve, let me ask you a question. Technology. Let me ask you a question. If they're going to do driver's licenses online, how are they going to check your eyesight to make sure that you can see? I know no, it was a, it was a discussion that might be probably may probably may require. I'm not sure. I'm just assuming. But I know I heard them uh, talking on the radio in that okay. regard. So probably they're going to probably ask for your prescription or something to that effect yeah uh, okay but, uh, that's one of the things that they were discussing but as far as uh, as far as the vaccination for all veterans i think i think we're all used to all the the vaccination because uh, that's one of the requirements being a vet i mean being in the military and then the new generation that where i am in was i joined 1985 and uh, just recently retired recently retired in 2018 yeah, well, when I was in the military, uh, as far as the vaccine out, you didn't have a choice. You either got the vaccine or you got paperwork. In fact, I think we were talking about that at work uh, last week. So now the this particular vaccine is optional for the military. If they don't want to get it, they don't have to get it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay. Uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break. I, I don't know what happened to Steve. Uh, I was waiting for a response from him. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. This is Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll be back after this very short break. Yeah, very short. I need Thinking out loud. Your talk, your station. News Talk K57. Ben Needing. Your talk, your station. News Talk K57. Lost and found and turned around by the fire in your 
Welcome back to Vet Talk on News Talk 57. My name is Sean White, a member of VFW. Johnny Atulai Titano, member Devlin. of Military Purple Heart. Tom Dalton, Military Purple Heart. I'm yeah, sorry about that, guys. I lost it for a second. That's okay. Uh, hey, first of all, we want to tell you something. We know what you're going through with your mom, and you have our condolences, and you have our prayers and everything, and she's going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sure she's listening. She's always wanted me to play that song. It's actually wanted to be the last song right before we went off the air, but uh, that's uh, it's a song that she and I listen to quite a bit. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's all right. I'm glad that we uh, played it, but, though. Yeah, I, I did that for my mom. I love you, Ma. You're making me get into my feelings. <laughs> You've got to well, be kidding me. Super got... freak over there. <laughs> we all got feelings. I have feelings. Yes. But you guys are trying to make me cry. No, I'll make you cry, (laughs) super freak. So, Tom, trying to be. I'm ready to go home now, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where we were. We have uh, we have a little bit of time left here. Please make sure I Uh, still have a job. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Johnny, what do you have? Uh, Remind us about the cemetery tomorrow. We need well, we got we got plenty of time for that. Okay, I think. This is just me. I think the um, veterans leaders on Guam have got to start now advocating for more money for the Veterans Affairs Office and the cemeteries right now. They've got to start pounding the pavement in the legislature and going to the various elected officials' offices. Tim's doing that. He's got a grant no, not, writer no, from Gita well, not, for John, specifically for the cemeteries. Hang on, hang on, John. For the cemeteries. John. Yeah, go. The veterans leaders... Not Tim, the veterans leaders. That's what you want to see. You want to see the veterans leaders out there doing this. Tim can do it, but Tim's representing the government of Guam. Right. The veterans leaders represent their constituents, the members of the, their, whatever veterans organizations they represent. They've got to start doing it now. Yeah, we're, we're actually getting ready to get into to budget season. It, it's, I mean, it's right around the corner. Uh, the, uh, tomorrow's the first of April, so uh, I think that budget has to be uh, back to the governor by the end of June. Am I right? July? No, they, they have uh, no. It's a little longer than that. But you, you've got to. My experience August. is you've got to talk to these elected leaders. Yeah. Well, the and, hearings are going to restart happening because of the pandemic and the the virtual hearings right. that are still going on and. The only way they're going to be able to get through all this is to start earlier. That's right. Yes. It's the only way it's going to happen. Um, to talk about the budget and everything else, I'm not trying to leave you out here, Johnny. No, no, go ahead. Uh, the, uh, the director of Guam Veterans Affairs Office, uh, we had asked him to come onto the show for next week. I haven't been in contact with him. Uh, I'll try to give him a call early next week to see if he's still going to come on. Because uh, we have questions about what Johnny said happened at the commission meeting on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a, a grant writer from Gita over to help out. Uh, what's the status? I, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag a week early. So if, if Tim Uggen is listening, here's some of the questions if you're coming on next week. Uh, 
What's the status of the cemetery write-ups? Have we gotten all those fixed? Uh, the the grant that uh, Geet is over to help you write, how much money are we looking at uh, to get out of that? What are we asking for? Uh, you know, uh, I know this is one of the things that Johnny likes to hit on every show. How much money is veterans on Guam currently bringing into Guam? Can I answer that? <laughs> Go ahead, Charlie. <laughs> I know the answer. Approximately $55 million. Yeah. Uh, it's how many? Well, uh, go ahead, Tom. That figure is 10 years old. So You've been giving me 10-year-old figures right. and you work at the legislature? You're as old as those guys down at the legislature. That's, not, that's, a, very, that's a very good sure. comment, John. Thank you. Thank you. That's a very good comment. That's a 10-year-old figure. But have we ever gotten an updated figure? Evidently not. Evidently not. Oh. So my question, based on the, what you just said, is if that figure is 10 years old, what is the current figure? And why can't we get that current figure? How many veterans are on Guam? That figure floats between 15,000 to 25,000. And that depends on who you talk to. Right. That it just it, it floats. Um, I mean, we just had we just had a, a census done. Right. And one of the questions on there, uh, each uh, right, member right, of that right. household, are you a veteran? Right. Yeah, they spent thousands of dollars yeah. paying these guys to go around knocking on doors and yep. saying, "Hey, excuse me." Yes. I did it myself. Now they have knocked on doors. No, no, no. Oh, they okay. knocked on my door. And and I greeted them cordially and said, "Yes, come in. We'll do this." Yeah. yeah, but according to the Census Bureau, Bureau who's ever in charge, uh, Mike Badalu or somebody, who's somebody's in charge? He he ain't got nothing on the board. No. He ain't got nothing. Absolutely. No. So Zilch. where where are these figures going to in Washington D.C.? And what are we paying him for? Valid point. Uh, well, Valid point. I, I, I've heard none of the numbers. Not mm -hmm. even the total population. Have on any of you ever gotten anything from statistics at Adeloupe? That, that's the other one. That's they're, the other one. they're supposed to be doing this all the time. That's, that's what that group does. They analyze, you know, paperwork, they analyze A, B, C, and D. Have they ever published a report, a current report, based on, number one, how many veterans are on Guam? Number two, how much money do they spend? And even breaking it down from there, where are they spending the money? Is it going to compensation? Is it going to GI benefits? Is it going to home loans? Is it going Mortgages? to uh, medical? Uh, home loans, that's why he's, he brought, he's yeah. brought up, yeah. yeah. No. Now, that, that should be public information. Sure. Now, the last time I heard anything about that, and that's the fact, is 10. So the, the figure that you're using is 10 years old. Can you imagine, John, if it's over $100 million today? Well, how about, how about the commission itself? How much? How many years has it been hanging the way it is, going through its loopholes and rolling over and over? And what are we? We're, what's our status? We don't even. We're right there at Adeloupe. We don't have a representative from the from the governor's office there. No, well, I. Tim. Tim was there. So if that's his representative. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Tom, how many times have you been to the the hearing for the Guam Veterans Affairs budget in the last five years? 
four times, probably. Four times. And you probably the missed le- you probably missed this last one because the last of the one pandemic. I was actually there. I was actually with John. Mm-hmm. Right. We're down to the you lobby. You were both outside the But we couldn't we couldn't go in. Right. We couldn't, couldn't go in. in. Yeah. So are you counting that as the one of the you missed for the last five years? I, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't call that. Well, a I'm mess. just trying to be fair. And, nah, you know. I wouldn't call. It, I mean, you were there; they just wouldn't let you in. Uh, yeah, uh, I have a lot of places. What, what, what is one of the primary questions that are that is asked year in and year out? One of the questions that the senators want to know, and it's never been qualified, is how much money does that local Veterans Affairs office generate every year? In additional yeah. veterans benefits, you know, to the veterans. Yeah. I'll make an example. Let's say you, you have a claim, you get $100. You go in there, you file another claim, it's $200 for this particular. So that means $200 times 12, that's an additional money they generate. This is what they want to mm-hmm. know, and no administrator has had the information. Not necessarily the question I was looking oh, for, sorry. or the answer well, I was looking for. Well, I'm sorry. That's I mean, fine. The, the the question I was asking was going to ask is how many people are seen in that office every year? That's another major question that they ask year in and year out. Yes. And <coughs> the last two three times that I've watched, uh, there has never been an answer given. So I, I've watched the last four, and that question's asked, and it's a deer in the headlights look. Yep. They should be able to tell you how many appointments are done in that place year in, year out. Within within a reasonable amount, uh, yes. Well, I mean, we're not asking the names of these people. No. We're, no. we're asking a bottom-line figure. Because if, if you're a legislature, you have to know the bottom-line figure. Yeah. How else? I, I think that but might then, be a reason that it, our, our, the, our budget, the budget for that office takes a hit. That's why yeah. we can't get and the then, million dollars that you've been preaching play, for. I'll play devil's advocate. Sure. You're 100% right. I agree with everything you just said. What? Yes. <laughs> I agree with everything John just said. Thank you. How many senators have gone to statistics at Adelope? Democratic senators. Democratic administration. No nonsense. Democratic majority in the legislature. And asked, what information do you have for the veterans community? Statistics wise, mm-hmm. how many veterans? Where are they spending the money? How much money do they, do they spend at Guam Memorial Hospital? How much money do they spend at GRMC? How much money do they spend for, at an eye clinic? Dollar figures. Because that is going into the economy. Mm-hmm. When was the last time a sitting senator publicly asked that question that you can recall? John, oh. that you can recall. I, I don't recall anything. That's right. Publicly, I'd never, I've right. never heard it. So when the senators say, well, we're asking the administrator, he can't give us any information. Elected leaders on Guam, 15 senators. Why can't you get that information from Adelope? That's my question to 15 elected senators, whether Republican or Democrat. It's why can't you get that information? And if you can't get that information, there's something wrong with the system we have. Well, how about the Diabetic Association? Hmm? They claim that 50% of the corona deaths are attributed to diabetes. Now, how many people can they categorically put when they get the, when they get the inoculation? 
what is your ethnicity? Right. Yeah. Are you Palau? Are you Japanese? Oh. But it would. It, it, that's the kind of information. This is pandemic is once in a lifetime. I, re- I read an article. On it. I read an article today uh, about the the number of deaths in the United States. Uh, this article was talking. Uh, we're currently two hundred something thousand across the United States deaths for coronavirus. Five hundred and sixty. Five hundred and okay. Roughly, uh, just roughly. Right? Uh, there's, then I guess the number was 200 and something thousand of those was due to pre-existing conditions. conditions terminal yeah. terminal conditions. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but they were listed as COVID deaths. Did they have COVID? Yeah, they probably did. Yeah. Was that the factor that made them succumb? That's the question. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not trying to put doubt into anybody's mind. I'm not right. trying to uh, be a a, a ar- arm arm <laughs> armchair doctor here. Uh, I mean, I. I mean, just ask my mom. I don't know diddly about medical stuff, but uh, I, I can just go with what I read on, in this article uh, because the doctors that put down the listing of COVID. The bill, it's what gets another 20% added to the bill if it's. Uh, it's I have no idea. I, I vaguely remember reading the article this morning. No uh, but that's, that's some crazy stuff. Yeah, it's, a, it's all crazy. 12 firefighters in Saipan refuse to take the COVID shot. Now, what do they know that I don't know, that you don't know, or you don't know? These are, these are trained, certified, bona fide EMTs, paramedics, mm-hmm. and they ride, the, they ride the red wagon. What is it? And they're they're threatening them with if you don't comply, you're gonna lose your job. Yeah, we'll 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 throw all your wisdom and experience out the window. They they seem to think that the airlines are thinking about if you don't have a card, let's say you had two vaccines, you may not be able to fly on that airplane. I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but yeah. there's a lot of talk in Washington about a lot of different things. Well, yeah, they're talking about a whole new passport, yeah, which whatever. is a COVID passport. COVID passport. <laughs> it's like, but wait a I, second. I don't know. I think if that, I don't think that would pass. I don't think so either. The laws, you know, yeah. I'd say discrimination, yeah. something like that. But they don't want voter ID? Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me throw that out there with two minutes left in the show. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the local government should have better information about the veterans community. I agree, and the executive branch, you have a, you have a department that handles things like that, and they should. And if they have that information, they should be forthcoming. And if they don't have the information, why don't they have it? Right. And what are they doing up there if they don't have that information? Yep. Whole because new, whole new if show. the veterans commission, uh, the veterans got that information, ten, when Art Mason was here ten years ago, mm-hmm. we went up to Adelope. And we sat there in front of the statistics for 20 minutes, and all we were waiting for them is to make us two copies. And they were ver- that's uh, two copies, one for Art and one for myself. And he said, you can read the 25-page report, and you can pull out, you know, what you think uh, where the veterans are spending the money. Because it's uh, GI benefits, right? Uh, the college, GCC. Mm-hmm. And other things. We'll, yeah. We're not going to pull it out for Veteran you. Home loans. You read it. Yeah, you yeah. read it, and you decide, and you can add up the figures. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to stop right there, okay. and maybe we can pick this up again next week. Okay. Uh, and hopefully, uh, uh, 
Tim Mungan will come up as the director of the Guam Veterans Affairs Office. Uh, but I want to remind everybody, Dan Mendiola called in and is asking for help out at the Veterans Cemetery at the flagpoles. Uh, that starts at 10 o'clock. Uh, bring some paint scrapers and bring uh, be ready to work. And a shout out to Mr. Vargas, Romy, recover ASAP. Good night, Guam. And Mama, I'm coming home. Yes. Love you. Yeah, good love luck. you, Mom. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. Happy Easter, everybody. Good night. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. That's right. You made me cry. You told me lies. But I can't stand to say goodbye. Mama, I'm coming home. I could be right. I could be wrong. It hurts so bad. It's been so long. Mama, I'm coming home. Selfish love, yeah, we're both alone. The right before the fall, yeah. But I'm gonna take Five seventy AM KGUM Hagati Guam is News Talk K fifty seven.